Welcome to Watchfire Music's Theater of the Imagination. We recommend a pair of good headphones and your favorite easy chair, where you can sit back, close your eyes, and immerse yourself in all three series of this podcast. Scattershot Symphony, Having a Talk with God, and Rosemary and Time, the podcast musical. And now, let us begin. Welcome to Scattershot Symphony, the music of Peter Link. That's me. People ask me, why symphony? You're not a classical composer. Well, Wikipedia defines symphony as an extended musical composition most often written by composers for orchestra, often presented in several movements. And so, I bring you the music of a lifetime of composition, often presented in several movements. That's the nature of these podcasts, a scattershot look at a lifetime of music. So, strap on them headphones. We're 90% music with just a smattering of commentary. And for God's sakes, turn it up! Hey, y'all. This week being the 11th episode of this podcast, I prefer to let the music do the talking. However, if you need to know more about me, please visit wikipedia.com. Peter Link. This episode is entitled, A Scattershot of Pop. What makes a song a pop song? I would imagine that we all understand that it's a pretty large umbrella, an extremely wide genre of music. I like to go to the root of the word in order to define it. Pop is popular, popular music, music enjoyed and listened to by the largest of masses. Is pop rock? Is it hip-hop, rap, even jazz or country-influenced? Certainly all of the above, especially in this day and age. Add on to that list R&B, folk, folk rock, reggae, gospel, adult contemporary, and I could go on and on. There's new pop and old pop and 50s pop and 80s pop and again, on and on. So, this episode covers a wide range of pop, hence the name, A Scattershot of Pop. One of Jenny Burton's heroes was Katharine Hepburn. Hepburn was the epitome of grace and elegance, the ultimate movie star of the 40s and 50s. She had on-screen romances with Cary Grant and Humphrey Bogart, but the real romance that kept everybody talking was the long, 26-year off-screen relationship with Spencer Tracy, who was married and whose wife refused to give a divorce. So uh, they stayed married. For her birthday, I wrote Jenny this next song. It's one of my favorites that she ever recorded. The perfect kickoff for this episode. Jenny Burton, just like Katherine Hepburn. Well, you're having fun. 
Loretta Devine, the African-American actress who originated the role of one of the three dream girls on Broadway, and then went on to have a major career as a TV and film actress in Hollywood, came to me as a young woman and asked me to produce her first album in the studio. Though she's really known as an actress now, back in the day, she had a real shot at being a pop and R&B star. I wrote and produced four or five songs for her, showcasing a voice that could easily have been a chart topper. The next song was just one of those songs. Loretta Devine, I'm a Survivor.
Here's a song I recently found wandering through the back pages of my life. Again, back in the day, I would sometimes write a song and end up performing it myself. Or sometimes I just wanted to make a quick demo to send to somebody else. I honestly don't remember much about the story behind this one. I I do know, however, that when I recently heard it again after several decades, it intrigued me. And it seemed to be a song that could have, that should have, that might have. Well, you decide. Yours truly. It must be love. This morning with this feeling inside me I never really felt it before It was almost like my better sense had gone and defied me Lift my bed right off of the floor And the walls would all come fall
Here's another song that I wrote for Jenny, this one for a special occasion. As I recall, this one was actually originally two different songs, neither of which quite worked, but both had sections that were infectious. So I took the best of both and reorganized them into this one. The special occasion was a reunion at my college several decades ago, where Jenny and I performed with a reunion choir full of good old friends. In three days, we threw an evening show together for about 700 people. I remember that when we first rehearsed the song with the choir, I first taught all the singers their parts and had them going pretty good. Then in rehearsal, I finally, once they really knew the song, asked Jenny to come into the rehearsal and sing lead on the song. This lovely group of dedicated amateurs was not ready for the likes of Jenny Burton. When she got up in rehearsal and started singing, the whole choir just fell apart and stopped singing, preferring rather to just stand there, jaw dropped, and listen to Jenny tear it up. The night of performance went just as well. We opened the show with this song and got an instant standing ovation for the opening number. This time, the choir remembered to sing their parts. So, come back with us now to that reunion night and join us in remembering old friends and good old times. Jenny Burton. Time and time again. Stand. 
One piece of advice I always gave female singers was, when making an album, don't try to cover a Barbara Streisand song. If you do, chances are you're going to come in second place. Not only are you not Barbara Streisand, but you're probably not going to have the money to even begin to match her orchestra and orchestrations, the great studio she worked in, the support team of producers and arrangers around her, etc., etc. I broke my own rule. On my way to you, a gorgeous song written by Alan and Marilyn Bergman and Michelle Legrand was a song that somehow got lost on a Streisand album. It never became the hit that one would expect. I always loved the song and had an idea around it that I thought made it a lot more than just another cover. So I brought it to Julia Wade, who I knew had the voice and the stuff to do it. I was right to take the chance. I put the song in the top ten records I ever worked on. It's amazing when you have a great piece of material to work with in the first place. It makes the process a whole lot easier. It's actually a pretty short song, but I know I can be a little long-winded. In this case, I love the way it all came out. Julia Wade, on my way to you. Along the roads I've won 
so often as I wait for sleep. And Here's another song from the Loretta Divine collection, penned and produced by yours truly, straight from the decades of cheesy MIDI sampling and beatbox drumming. On the other hand, sound is sound, and though today's sample sounds are all both new and better, retro is definitely alive and well. Loretta Divine, Wildfire.
when it comes to music, Danny Madden has always been one of my favorite partners in crime. Here is a man who lives and breathes music. A gifted vocalist, Danny worked with me many years as a New York studio background singer before I found that he also had a huge talent as a background vocal arranger. Between Danny and our dearest of friends, Margaret Dorn, I had decades of opportunity to work consistently with the best of the best vocal arrangers. Now, I am not a rapper. I took this next song to Danny decades ago, long before rap was solidly in the limelight, and I asked him to arrange the background vocals and help me find a rapper who could do the lead and put some rap on it. When I first played him the song, of course, I had to perform it for him. When I had finished, he said, Pete, you ought to do it yourself. (laughs) My response was, oh, no, Danny, this is not a song for me. I'm not a rapper. In that day and age, rappers were black, and I'm a white guy. I didn't want to try to be something I'm not. Danny, a black guy, disagreed. As we worked on the track and background vocals, I laid down a scratch track of the rap that somehow just stuck. For everyone. But me. In the end, they all talked me into being a rapper for at least this one song only. Now that I've given this big moment its setup, I'll let you all decide whether or not I should quit my day job. This one's just for laughs, but I do love the groove. Yours truly, Boogeyman.
Here's another Jenny Burton performance that I had somehow forgotten about, but recently rediscovered. You mean everything to me.
This next song goes way back. Actually, pre-21st century. Back, back, back to my folk singing days. When I wrote it, it was a quiet, gentle, introspective folk song. Just me and my guitar. As folk music faded away from the mainstream, so did the song. It sat on the shelf for probably three decades until I rediscovered it, working on my album Remnants several years ago. I always liked the music and always thought the lyrics were beyond the age I was when I wrote it. It warranted a second shot. The upgrade placed it then into the 21st century and enabled its usage on this episode. It has a timeless quality to it that was fun to revisit. A folk song no longer. Yours truly, Shadows Away. Tell 
I've spoken in several previous episodes of a New York production of a concert musical entitled The River that ran at Lincoln Center and Off-Broadway. It was a concept which told the story of the cycle of water as a drop falls from the heavens as rain, travels across the earth within a brook, and then rolls with the river, and finally ends up in the ocean where it is drawn once more up to the heavens by the sun. It is a metaphor for man's journey through time on planet Earth. You can't tell the story about water dramatically without including the subject of fire. Here's Jenny again with the support of the entire cast, live, closing night at the Promenade Theater in New York City. Jenny Burton. Put the fire out. Oh, Lord, the rain, it feels so fine. Washing down over me. Send me down a little Yeah. 
first met Julia Wade, she was newly arrived in New York as an already seasoned opera singer. She had a most promising audition at the Met, performed a leading role at the Rome Opera and Teatro Massimo in Palermo, and was well on her way to an exciting career when she realized that she didn't really want to be an opera singer. Now, opera singers are a very special breed. It's not an easy switch from opera to nearly any other genre of music. Those opera singers who've tried to do so have often failed, and often been deservedly laughed at. But Julia was intent to change style, voice, sound, and approach. And for me, it was a fascinating challenge to help her find that new voice. Few have ever pulled it off. Many have tried, but Julia succeeded. Fortunately for Julia, she's smart, she's analytic, and she's a natural actress. That interesting combination of technique and character worked very well for her. A decade later, she recorded this next song that I wrote and produced for her. It's proof that it can be done. Just as I was not a rapper, Julia would not call herself a pop singer, but she is absolutely a singer who is oft times full of surprises. Julia Wade, 
ex-opera singer, My Body. Agree. 
we might as well make the best of it. So let's dance! So now we come to our finale. Jenny Burton started her career in dance music. Her One More Shot was the first of several of her dance music hits of the 80s. Later, I wrote this last one for Jenny and great friend and super talented Lawrence Hamilton of Broadway musical fame. Why this song was never a hit is beyond me. It's got all the right stuff. But that's the record business. I had a million-selling record that was nowhere near as entertaining on all levels as this next song. If that sounds like sour grapes, 
Well, it probably is. In the music business, there's one thing for sure. You never know. Sometimes the worst of dreck can sit at the top of the charts, sometimes the best. Who's to tell? One thing for sure, if it's got a beat and you can dance to it, it's got a chance. So, get on your dancing shoes. Jenny Burton and Lawrence Hamilton. Saturday nights for dancing.
Scattershot Symphony, Episode 11. Next, a New World Album interview with Jenny Burton. Recently, Jenny Burton released an EP on Watchfire Music that takes a look at the new world that we all face going forward into what we hope will be a post-pandemic period. It's a positive and hopeful look at the future through song. We'll have a great chance to sit down with Jenny and discuss the making of this album. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And to keep abreast of the latest episode, you can subscribe to Scattershot Symphony from your podcast app of choice. A grateful nod goes to Lawrence Hamilton, Danny Madden, and Margaret Dorn for their always inspired work on the arrangements of background vocals. Also, to all those great background singers who are too many to mention in this podcast, and also sometimes too distant to remember. My apologies. And thanks to Watchfire Music, Nathan Bergdorf, and the entire staff for all your work in producing and promoting this podcast. A very special thanks also to Stuart Barefoot, our associate producer, for all your invaluable knowledge and great vibes. And lastly, a posthumous thanks to Ludwig von Beethoven for your opening four bars. This podcast is presented with loving care by the staff at Watchfire Music. If you liked what you heard, we got lots more where that came from. In the meantime, you can find the songs you just heard on watchfiremusic.com forward slash podcast. There, you can purchase the singles or albums and have access to all the lyrics. 
Also, there you will find all previous podcasts and future scheduling. If you just became a Scattershot fan, tell your friends and stay tuned. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, check out the show notes and follow the link to subscribe to Theater of the Imagination. There, you can unlock access to its treasure chest of inspirational entertainment and a world of exciting creativity.